Hello! Welcome to the podcast from ThatGuitarLover.com. My name's Ross. I'll be your host for these episodes. Enjoy! Welcome to the podcast at ThatGuitarLover.com. Musicians are people, and while some are happy to play gigs and do band things, or do coffee houses and that sort of thing, other musicians are highly introverted and are not comfortable in public performance situations. Some musicians will do YouTube videos and even complete channels with regular musical content. Then there are the folks who might view those videos, might enjoy them, but have no interest or desire in making their own videos and publishing them for consumption. Regardless of how outgoing you are, you're still creating music, presuming that you do more than just try to sound like a song on a record, or CD, or MP3, or stream. Pick your poison. You might be creating rhythms and chord progressions and timings. Perhaps you're developing your own solos. Somewhere in there, you're making your own music. Is it all perfectly unique? We're all influenced by the things that we've heard, and there are a limited number of notes and keys in Western music, which is best illustrated by the simplicity and beauty of the frequencies and tones found on a piano. We do make our own creations from the same core as anyone else. Perhaps you study music seriously and can write your music down on staff paper with proper placement, time signatures, key signatures, and all the other pieces that I leave out because I don't have that skill. Perhaps you can't read music at all, let alone write it down. Maybe your whole development has come through listening and playing. Maybe some lessons, and perhaps playing from some tablature. These are all good things. However you get there, all musicians in general, at some point create their own music. It's frustrating and gratifying and tempering and magical. At some point you, starts asking that, hey, if I'm one of those introvert types, does what I create matter if no one else hears it? It's a common question, more common than you may think. I'm one of those introvert folks. I don't like playing in front of people. I don't feel comfortable most of the time in the context of a band. I'm even nervous about jamming with others because I have found them, these types of situations anyway, to be either A, competitive, or B, I feel like I'm so lacking in skills compared to others that I don't want to be embarrassed and bring the whole thing down. When I was younger, I played out and I played in small bands. In general, I didn't come away feeling great. I didn't like it. I didn't like the emotional turmoil it created. I lack confidence and I'm an introvert. In fact, because of this, I actually stopped playing entirely because I could not see a point in doing so if I was the only person who could hear what I was doing because I wasn't willing or capable to play for others. I knew fundamentally that I was wrong, particularly in the context of objective philosophy that is a methodology that works for me in my life. But I still wasn't playing. Then I had the great fortune to meet one of my guitar heroes, Mr. Alex Lifeson, at a motorcycle event. Now, you may have heard or read that Mr. Lifeson is incredibly friendly and open, and those 
comments barely touch on the true nature of this wonderful gentleman. As we walked around the field, we talked about many things, most of which are no one's business but ours. But at some point I confessed that I'd been a player and spent a lot of time studying his work so I could try to play it myself. I also told him that I had stopped playing. This fellow, whom I respect to this very day, stopped as we were walking along. He turned to me and said, you have to start playing again. The only person that really matters when you're playing is yourself. And if you're fulfilling your own joy, that's the point. I was somewhat dumbfounded that this guitar hero would take such a strong perspective with someone he had just met. We continued to talk for another 30 minutes or so, and then we parted. When I got home, I pulled the guitar case out from under the bed and opened it up. My guitar was out of tune, and the strings were dead. But I tuned it up and started playing regardless, and my chops needed a lot of work. But I kept at it, and I really haven't stopped since then. Mr. Lifeson's guidance reminded me of the story of Richard Halley. Richard Halley is the musician in Atlas Shrugged. He was a great musician who wrote for his own pleasure, and if others liked it, great. But if not, he didn't stop composing. Real history teaches us that Halley is a metaphor for many composers now who are seen as great, but who were ignored in their life, either because they didn't play out, because other people didn't get to hear their music, or in some cases because they were put down or insulted by the people around them. As I've gotten older, my retention, mental retention, of the riffs and chords and particularly rhythms that I come up with, it's diminished. I come up with something great and then I can't remember it. So if I come up with something I like and I didn't capture it somehow, odds are good that it was gone forever. Many, many years ago, I started using this little boss recorder to capture riffs and such. It was small. It sort of did, you know, fill in bands and beats and that stuff. And I never used that. I just used it as a recorder. Then I lost it and moved on to using a simple zoom recorder to capture this stuff for memory purposes only. It surely wasn't quality, but it helped me remember what I'd created. What I discovered listening to these captures weeks, months later, was absolutely amazing. Certainly, because I'm very hard on myself, it happened that I listened and wondered what the hell I'd been thinking. Where was my brain? Where were my fingers? But there were more times where I was energized and happy with what I had done. I could choose to play it again. I could refine it, build on it, take it in a different direction. And I didn't throw anything away because I had that recorded history. Many years ago in the days of mixers and reel-to-reel -reel tape, I did record the music of others. I helped them out because I thought it was good fun and they seemed to enjoy it. I got pretty good at it for the time, but I developed all my skills through experimentation, not books or classes. So like many people, I tried, failed, tried again, got better. Classic learning experience, or at least classic learning experience for my time.
as a podcast creator, I know about digital recording and I knew about it years ago. But I took it the next step. I made the minor effort to set up a simple recording area for more than just podcasts. That's grown over the years because it pleases me to record my own work. Sometimes others hear it. Sometimes they say they like it. This is nice, but I am so far past measuring my own joy by the reaction of others. I can record something and I can come back to it and go, buddy, this is junk. And I have to be honest with myself and go, yeah, you know what, you're right. Or, you know, you're having a bad day. Come back to it at another time. But it's there. The memory is there. The creation, and I get to decide whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, remains. And maybe it becomes a jumping point to something that I like better. So what's my point? The point is really simple. Your music matters even if no one else hears it so long as it matters to you. Because you matter. You're the creator. That's the most important thing. Everything else is seasoning. If you're creating your own stuff, influence perhaps, but you most of all, you should enjoy what you create. And if you want to remember it, record it. You sure don't have to go all home studio the way I did. A laptop with a simple interface in Studio One or GarageBand will do all you need, probably more. All you need is that laptop, simple piece of recording software, and that interface so you can connect your instrument, connect the microphone if you're a singer, connect a microphone if you're recording an acoustic guitar without a pickup. There's no need to spend nutty money to get there. But take the time. Your music matters. Put it down, even if the only person who ever hears it is yourself. Remember, your music matters. And you won't lose heart, even if you're the only one hearing it. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, peace. Thank <laughs> you.